Welcome to the Empty Arena Podcast, episode 18, season 2, episode 1. You heard that right. We are renewed for another season. The networks loved us. The, the fans right. wanted us back. Thanks to viewers like you. Viewers like you. I gotta get sued by PBS. I think they'll probably sue you. Viewers like you and the Helena Rubinstein Foundation. <laughs> so in today's episode, we're going to go through a little Raw and SmackDown, talk about some of the early Royal Rumble predictions, maybe discuss the new AEW roster, and I think the biggest thing uh, on this episode will be Danny's three-minute booking. Finally. Wow. Finally. It, it only took 18 episodes. I'm excited for <laughs> That it. should be fun. Finally, the Danny has come back to Empty Arena. That's an awful rock impression, by the way. Well, we are here with a full crew tonight. We have everybody in the house. We have John, Chris, Nick, Danny, myself. Everybody is is here. We are in full effect. Thank thank you, myself. Myself. (laughs) Oh, and Andrew doesn't do this anymore. It's myself now. I like myself. (laughs) Good to know you like yourself. Um, And we're also going to... I guess we'll start off with uh, talking about Mean Gene. I know. What a sad note. Yeah. Yeah. Mean Gene has passed away. For those of you who have not watched or heard of this, uh, Mean Gene uh, passed away uh, last week. Uh, At the age of 76, I believe. Yes. Just like uh, the other two people that died at 76. It was weird. It was a crazy week for uh, celebrity deaths. It's so sad, man, because Mean Gene, first off, I thought that he was older than 76. Me too, because he 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 was old in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked he looked. He, older. he was old. He was old in the seventies when he looked at. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, what. Balls. But I I thought the Hulk Hogan tribute on Monday was appropriate. I thought it was very well done. You know, it was, it, it's nice to see Hulk Hogan back in the fold. Yeah, and, it didn't seem forced. He, he actually cut a a decent promo. Um, and, and he even, you know, he said that he came out in character cause that's just how Gene would have wanted it. Mm. And, you know, I thought it was really powerful how he, he took his sunglasses up and he started talking as Terry Bollea. Also known as Hulk Hogan. For those of you who don't know Terry Bollea. Yes, that is his real name. What did you guys think about the promo he gave right after? Kind of, uh, call, you know, making a call back to all the, uh, the, you know, the, the, the deceased wrestlers, the deceased performers, wrestlers. I, I thought it was I nice. Thought, yeah, I thought, I thought it, was, yeah, it was fine. It wasn't done. It wasn't done poorly or anything like that. Yeah, I, I, I just wanted him to, to say, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. He did say that. that. was, and that was, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he... uh, but. There, there was a point when he said you only have to choose between Moolah and Mae Young. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, mm, that's okay. when he started. I think it's when he started pushing the boundary a little bit. But I, yeah. yeah, I agree. I thought it was a nice little touch. I mean, I, I, I love the, uh, the, the video package that they had for him. It really, I think, highlighted, you know, his best of uh, as far as being in the WWE. And uh, you know, Hogan came out. You know. Kept it pretty simple. Gave a nice promo. He was in character, and and I think that's all they really needed from him. I would have loved to have seen Ric Flair come out and maybe you know say a few words, but it would have eaten up too much time, I think, because yeah. in you WCW, know what, you know, you know Mean Gene and Flair, they were the, the duo. I, I'm, you know, I think that it's uh, people don't really give the backstage person enough credit. Like when you think about all of the different. Uh, things that Mean Gene was in and that he did, you know, he was there with um, what was that big 
uh, mix-up where the guy tripped and the helmet fell off. Uh, the the Shockmaster. Yeah, yeah, the Shockmaster. He was there for that. He was there with the gobbly, the gobbly Gooper. Like, you know, he actually made a lot of those segments. He was mm-hmm. he was more over than some of the people that he was interviewing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You don't get that anymore. Now, I, I don't know who is... You know, uh, in no, the- it's like it's a different it's a different person all the time. Yeah. Besides Kathy Kelly. Hmm. Yeah, but when, still like they change it up all the time. Yeah, when when I think of Mean Gene, I think of my childhood. He was he interviewed Hulk Hogan when he turned, and he he had like all the garbage oh, thrown yeah. at him. He was in the ring when it happened, and you know him telling us to get our fa- parents' permission before we called the hotline for you know. Mm whatever rumors were going on, his voice was just synonymous with my childhood, with WCW, with WWF. Mm-hmm. Um, the World Wildlife he, Fund. He, yeah. was, he was one of the greats. He was like one of those old school announcer types, but he wasn't afraid to laugh at himself. And, and that video package, like Nick said, was um, a really fitting tribute to how versatile a character he was. And he was he was very he was very straight. He kept his composure. Like there was, I remember watching this one thing where, uh, if you guys remember Psycho Sid, yeah, right, yeah, he, he was like he was interviewing Psycho Sid, and Psycho Sid totally forgot that it was live, and he's like, "Can we redo that?" <laughs> and he's like, "Without without losing a beat, just goes." What are you talking about? This is live, man. That was yeah, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and in the video package where they had uh, I, don't, I don't know who the, the female wrestler was I, I forget but it was like nobody's going to have me on, on my back while they're on top of me and he just couldn't stop laughing <laughs> yeah or, or what about <laughs> he when the, like giggled <laughs> or what about uh, when the sign fell and he cursed oh yeah yeah I didn't think they were going to include that yeah I didn't think so either because that was that was like a big thing on the internet that was like one of the like famous like blooper clips of uh, Mean Jing and he turned around and the, the signage fell and he said something like fuck it or something I don't yeah. know <laughs> holy balls <laughs> fuck imagine imagine hear that from Mean Jing <laughs> holy balls fuck but yeah well uh, you know they're slowly dropping yes rest in peace yeah. Mean Jing all, all, the, all the greats from the 70s, 70s 80s, everything's catching up to them, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He was truly, truly one of the greats. Yep. Agreed. So I think it's, it's uh, you know, if you guys you know noticed Raw and SmackDown both started with a backstage segment. I got to say, Danny, you must be thrilled with how Raw has been starting I, out. I, I think Danny owes us, I think Danny owes us some sort of um, kiss on the lips. He always says. He always says if they do backstage segments or if Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out, I'm gonna make out with you or something. Because he's <laughs> crazy like that. And, and they finally did a backstage segment with the false count anywhere in the for the last match. Yeah. And I said to myself, Danny is probably having an orgasm right now. It's explicit. We can do this. Yeah, when you when you hear my three minute booking later, it's gonna be all backstage and no, it, no backstage. You're gonna book a reality show, basically. Is what it's gonna go us. from it's gonna go from the catering area to the bathroom and then back to the hotel. <laughs> so, did you guys happen to catch Raw? I mean, I know like the last two weeks have kind of yeah. been a bit of a wash with Christmas and New Year's, but I gotta say, I caught last week's episode of SmackDown just a little bit. 
And I noticed this week's episode of, of Raw and SmackDown, if, I feel like they've been trying to do different things. And, you know, it sounds so corny to say, but I feel like they're trying to give fans what they want now after, you know, months and years right. of, of, you know, people cheering for this person and that person. Well, I also see, right. I also see that they're doing different types of matches, too. I noticed that they had a, a lumberjack match. Um, I think that was last week or two weeks ago, possibly. Yeah, I think that was it. Was that a tag team? Yeah, it was a it tag was a, team lumberjack yeah, match. Yeah, it was a tag team lumberjack match. Uh, when the bands came out. lumberjack matches were useless. Yeah, they were. <laughs> a lumberjack match. Yeah, I never really understood the concept of a lumberjack match. Well, I think so. the whole concept was if if anybody if anybody left the ring, the pe- the lumberjacks could throw beat the shit back. out of them and then throw them back in. I know it was yeah. like that. It was like the end of uh, Rocky Four with was it with Tommy Guns? No, that was uh, Rocky Five. Rocky Five. No, that was Rocky. Yeah. That was uh, the, close enough. The Rocky that shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, at the very least, it was a chance to see the Ascension on TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I've been dying for that. Um, God, you know, I think what's happening now is you're probably going to see, you know, between now and the Royal Rumble, maybe one or two more Lumberjack or Lumberjill matches because. Um, it's getting to become Royal Rumble season, and they're previewing that that idea of having all these guys, all these girls in the ring, you know, beating the crap out of each other. So they may do that a little bit more often now. Who knows? I mean, it's you know, it's it's a it's a surefire way to get multiple people on the screen at once in as little time as possible. So that's the other element of it that's too. A good, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I I know like Lashley and Rollins may not have the greatest chemistry or like the greatest feud, but at least they're trying to make it seem important by having, you know, a backstage segment. It can only, yeah. I think it, this can only help Lashley. Uh, I don't know how much it will sure. help Rollins, but I think it will help Lashley a little more so. And I think it's needed for him. Yeah. Rollins is like in limbo almost in a way. He is, you know, I, th- I think what they're doing with him and, you know, you guys can, chime in let me know what you think but i think they're trying to get him away from the icy belt by having him like kind of go he's been you know talking to triple h he's been yeah you know he, he's been kind of flirting with other 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 feuds so they might he's been flirting he's been flirting he's been you know playing hard to get some of the other feuds. He's been given those other feuds. The uh, you know he's batting his eyelashes at the other feuds. He, he ghosted a bunch of feuds too, but <laughs> it's because those feuds said they didn't want to hang out with him anymore. So I don't. I mean, I I, I mean, Seth, I'm did sure he, he ghosted he do for a, a reason. A new phone who dis? <laughs> he's leaving the feuds on red. <laughs> um, new man. feud. Who uh, as far as I know, he's going to go into a feud with either Tim Hortons, Dunkin' Donuts, or Starbucks. Uh, after dropping uh, Triple H's coffee. <laughs> or Folgers. Yeah, that was a very aggressive... I hope the coffee wasn't hot. Yeah. I think that one of the things that they're trying to do, it seems to me, with Rollins in particular, is they're... With this backstage segment and with this new level of aggression, like two weeks ago he was... WWF up- aggression, presented <laughs> by Lugs. Field. <laughs> he was beating up Lashley with a chair, and then now this week he... Slaps the coffee out of Triple H's hand. He has a, a false count anywhere match with Ambrose. He's fighting with Lashley backstage. He's you know all angry and stuff. I think that they're trying to find ways to add layers to his character, which he I think he really needs. And you know it's not that his character is bad. You know, and and we all know that he 
can put on excellent matches. He has all of that going for him. It's just after a while it becomes repetitive and the level of enthusiasm and excitement for it levels off. So they have to figure, I guess, well, how are we going to, how else are we going to get him over? How else are we going to generate interest, you know, for him and for his matches? Let's add an aggressive edge to him. They're doing the same thing with AJ on SmackDown when we touch on SmackDown. Yeah. I guess we'll talk about that at that point. But yeah, I mean, it just seems like what they're trying to do with him. What do, what do we think about John Cena coming back, you know, coming back to the scene and he had you know, his he had, hair looks so stupid. He has <laughs> my dad's hair. He has, he has the no, worst no, hair. With, with his new haircut and him wearing a baseball cap, he looks like Chevy Chase from National Lampoon's Vacation. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see the meme I sent you? He's turn he's turning into Ernest. Yes, he's turning <laughs> into he's turning into Jim Varney. Ernest P. World. <laughs> You can't see me. No, he's turning into a, a dad. You know, the jorts he's still with. Good. It looks worse. He's turning the, into like a uh, I actually dad. hear he's taking some time off. Uh, he's going to be filming a new movie called John Cena Saves Christmas. <laughs> well, no, you know what? I, I got to say, though, he's, he's uh, getting a lot of good you know, momentum in Hollywood, and he's turned it into the next rock man. You know, I like that Blockers movie, and uh, I don't know if you guys saw the Bumblebee movie, but it's pretty good. Yeah, I heard it was good. Too. I heard it was very good. Blockers, yeah. Blockers was a gem. I love that movie. Oh, it's hilarious. Chris, do you love that movie because you're in, you star uh, alongside <laughs> John Cena? What was it like working with him? <laughs> he was, he was huge, man. He was a big dude. If anyone doesn't know what Chris looks like, he looks like Ike Barinholtz. Yeah, we're, we're, I'll post it on the Instagram <laughs> later later today. That'll that'll be the post that promotes this uh, episode. <laughs> did, did you happen to see anyone happen to see last week his interaction with Becky Lynch on SmackDown? He had a, he had a really no, fun. I yeah, it was New Year's week. Day. It was kind of one of those weird weeks. Wait, but... he's cheating on Nikki Bella. He's cheating. He's cheating on a man with Nikki Bella. <laughs> no, Cena came out last week on on uh, the New Year's Day episode of of SmackDown, and he was like, "Hey guys, I'm back." And Becky Lynch came out, and she was like, "Well, nobody really cares that you're back because I run things oh, now." Yeah. And that was awesome. They had a uh, they had a a mixed tag match against Zelina Vega and Cien Almas. So wait, Zelina Vega? Uh, she she came from her Street Fighter games. <laughs> Selena Vega. She came from Queens. That's, some Queens. That's, that's Vega's, Vega's daughter, right? Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. So we got Cena. You know, Cena's back in the fold. I'm sure he'll, he'll you know, he'll uh, with with the Royal Rumble being at where is the Royal Rumble this year? It's in Phoenix, uh, Phoenix. Arizona. It's in the yeah. uh, the very first time they're doing an outdoor Royal Rumble, as far as I know. Yeah, it's at um, Chase Field, the yes. home of the Arizona Diamondbacks. That'll be cool. That'll be pretty cool. They probably want to sell the hell out of this, and we. I'm sure we'll get that get into that later in the show. We talk about some of the earlier Royal Rumble predictions. Yeah. What yeah. do you guys What do you guys think about uh, Drew McIntyre? Drew McIntyre and um, I believe it was some of the heels had a six man tag against Cena, Balor, and Rollins. I'm forgetting the last Rollins. Yes. Oh yeah, that's right. Because Rollins had he he had two matches in the same night. I I actually and, wrote that down in my and, notes. 
Ambrose came out too. So, oh yes, it was Ambrose, McIntyre, and Lashley, and uh, right. they were defeated by the team of Cena, Rollins, and Finn Balor. When Balor came Shocker. out, I was we were I was watching with uh, John and Nick. We were watching over here, and when Balor came out, I forgot we were all. I think we all said the same thing. Like, oh, I'm ready to fight for your fellas. I, I got your back. <laughs> That's our collective Finn Balor And Ambrose, once once I tell you what Ambrose looks like in the ring, you are not going to unsee this. Ambrose in his current attire, not not to offend anybody out there, but Ambrose with his like gold chain and black jeans and no shirt looks like a like a Russian nightclub owner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, baby. He just messed with John Wick, and it was the last mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's he, he, looked, he looked like someone that just I'm messed with John Wick. You come here. I thought it was. I thought that was a fun match, and I think it got McIntyre some airtime to you know have a little one on one with Cena. Yeah, no, that was cool. And I and I wrote in my notes that Cena took some bumps. He was in that he match did. for yeah. significant amount of time usually when they come back and they're only part-timers they spend most of the time on the apron and you know getting the crowd amped up but he was in that match for a while he took bumps mm. he can and, wrestle yeah <laughs> and michael cole if anybody noticed he actually he was sure uh to uh, let everyone know that he he hasn't wrestled in four months <laughs> he hasn't Vintage. wrestled in 38 days 38 days, 6 hours, 19 well, minutes and 42 seconds. You know, you know Vinny Mac is in his ear and he's going, "Michael, you oh, got yeah. you got to cover up for for Cena if he's botching, <laughs> you know, make, make sure that he looks like he's rusty." <laughs> Since we're on the subject of Seth and Dean, just to make sure we get to it, what do you guys what did you guys think of the IC match at the end of the night? Uh, Danny, but we'll start off with you because you you always vie for these types of matches. I know, you are backstage backstage man. Well, I really, I, I got to tell you, I enjoyed it, because, but more so, less so about the backstage, but more so because the both of them knew how to work it. And they're, I, I like their wrestling. So, you know, I think that for me it was great. It was something that we've been missing, something that, uh, that I thought was really cool. And, you know, it, it only legitimizes the both of them even further to show them as, like, you know, tough guys. Mm-hmm. Tough guys, tough you know, guys, tough guys. right? Now, because you know, yeah. like you, you got the he, he, everybody talks about Dean Ambrose, maniac, this, that. But let, let's be honest, what has he done that a maniac has done? You know, you know, mm-hmm. I I, what, I agree with he, you, Danny. Like as yeah. as he's, you know, I feel like when he's, and I I love Dean, I love Dean Ambrose. I feel like I I would rather see him on SmackDown by himself. As maybe a face, uh-huh. I, I, when he, he was, was on, doing great on SmackDown. When he was on SmackDown solo, like he held that show up for you know the year that he was on. I think that was what 2016 yeah. or whatever, 2016, 17, and he was he was champion for most of it, and they had to put him back with the Shield, and I thought that was you know that was a detriment to him because he was doing well on his own, and now I feel like he ever since he's come back, he's I mean you guys can tell me, but. You know, say, say, tell me if I'm wrong, but you're wrong. He's kind of boring. You're wrong. Is he boring to you guys? He he is kind of boring. You know, they're building him up as this 
heel who's ruthless and what what has he done? He he, he doesn't look dominant in any no. one of his matches by far. Does I, I, not I, look dominant at all. I, I his, think his the promos leave something to be desired. I, I, I think the the biggest change is the the, the air raid sirens before his music. Oh, and yeah, it's freaky. The, the, the Bane costume. I think other than that, it doesn't really help. Yeah, I think that this is something that I must have uh, said this. Uh, an episode or two ago, but I just, I agree with everybody here. I, I was anticipating when they turned him heel that it was going to go the route of him becoming this aggressive, psychotic, uh, demented heel that everyone anticipated right. he was going to be. And people who have followed his career from the Indies know that he's capable of doing that. But what they've done with him is they've turned him into this pretentious, snobbish sort of, uh, you know, suedo intellectual who just, insults people with his words and just you know it been there done that and it's like Damian Sandow much yeah you've got plenty of other people on this roster that that could do that like a Sami Zayn you know for instance who you know could do something like that but you know Ambrose you know his own brand his own image you know to stand out let him do something of his own let him be different and I feel like because of that you know that we're missing out on it that's a great that's a great point, Nick. And and I wonder how much of it is the writing and how much of it is they're not letting them do that stuff. And the only reason why I bring that up is because recently I was showing Ping a documentary about wrestling because, you know, she always busts my balls about how it's stupid and it's a, worse than a soap opera and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> she actually... She actually enjoyed this one, and one of the things that they were saying inside the documentary without giving much away is that they were saying that in the 90s and the early 2000s, they literally just threw themselves in there, and they were like, all right, go fuck around outside for uh, for 30 minutes, for 20 minutes, do a 10-minute segment, do this, and, and go, go balls to the wall. And, and that's what these guys were doing. And now, like, every single little piece is scripted. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times they can't be themselves. Yep. You're absolutely yep. it's tele- Yeah, it's a television show. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, I'm saying, all right, go out there and bust somebody open and make them bleed gallons of blood and curse and scream and all that stuff. I mean, there's there's ways Why that not? they can... <laughs> well, I mean, I'm saying, you know, the, the format that they have to follow now, it's a PG format. It's a publicly traded company. They're very socially conscientious. So I get that they have to work within certain parameters, but they could still still put forward something that's good you know just because they have those limits i mean there's no excuse i think they could you know put their collective noggins together and come up with something decent i mean for god's sakes <laughs> and I, I just i feel like ambrose works so much better as a face than a heel because he he's an antique hero i mean he, everyone's gonna is, cheer for yeah. him you know i think of when i think of him i think of wolverine i think of punisher i think of these guys that you know they're superheroes they're good guys but they kill their enemies so Ambrose should be like more of a I don't know I, I see him more effective as a face that will kill his you want enemy. Him to kill someone, Andrew? Jesus! I want him to commit murder on television. <laughs> Kayfabe death, people, not real death. This We're is not, a, this is a shoot. Murder. This is a shoot. <laughs> Ooh. So, um, what'd you guys think of the Sasha Banks and uh, Ooh. Nia Jax uh, session? Session. Yes, they're getting paid by the hours, and uh, they're, they're talking about psychiatrists. Speaking of which, 
What about AOL sessions? <laughs> John Mayer. What would you think of their segment? Is that better, Chris? Was that better terminology for you? I'm sorry, you know, I'm not a walking I, thesaurus. I was actually very surprised that uh, Ronda Rousey, and and I guess this may be going back to this McMahon era, you know, something new, new faces, new matches of having, and how Ronda Rousey called Sasha Banks by name, saying, I want to face Sasha Banks. I, I, I just didn't think that um, that was in, uh, it's, it's clearly a placeholder for Becky and for Charlotte, but I thought it was a, a nice little nod to Sasha for, you know, being a good soldier, and, you know, now you get a title shot against the most over thing now, uh, you know, one of the most over female wrestlers on the roster. Mm. She, yeah, yeah I, and I think this is good exposure for Sasha because we, Nia doesn't need to be, you know, not, Nia doesn't need to be fighting uh, Ronda Rousey again. As a matter of fact, I think that Nia Jax may win the Women's Royal Rumble. We can talk about that Ooh. when we get closer. But I'm just, I mean, I don't know. Maybe well, ba- based off of tender. the, yeah, based off, the, I agree with you on that, on that one, Andrew. Based off the recent match with. Banks and Nia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Nia lost by submission to Sasha, um, and Banks forced uh, Jax to tap out via the bank statement. Mm. And um, that was a that was actually a, a, I I didn't expect that ending just because the size difference between Sasha and Nia. I would assume Nia was beating the shit out of Sasha, or uh, well, I know, think I think that was the squashing uh, her essentially. Not squashing her. I mean, I think that was the intent to make Sasha Banks look strong right. to just being that that Sasha's been in this program with Bailey mm-hmm. and the frenemies thing, nothing super serious, and to show that to put her over enough that she belongs in the same statement as right. as uh, Ronda Unintended. Rousey. Yeah, the bank statement. The bank statement. Yeah, this gives Sasha something good to do in the meanwhile between now and when the women's tag team division takes off. This gives her something to, you know, like John said, you know, good exposure, a good a good boost, you know, in her profile as far as having a match with Ronda Rousey at the Royal Rumble. Good, good, mm. very good spot to be in. I mean, next to WrestleMania, this is probably one of the best things you could have. So I, I agreed. I think that's. Pretty much rounds out all broad. You guys want to jump over to SmackDown and discuss a few? Wait, episodes? wait, wait! I have, I have oh, notes no. for. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> he has um, notes. I have one note. I have one note about Braun Strowman's promo. Oh, let's talk about that. Okay, you, sure. You a chance Holy smokes! It looked as though he completely forgot his lines, and they were feeding <laughs> his lines one by one. Because any time that Lesnar was speaking or like he was supposed to retort to Lesnar, it looked like he was looking down and like, I guess when the person in his ear stopped talking, he like nodded very subtly and then went into the line. (laughs) I swear to God. Do you remember that one line? There was that one line where Strowman goes, uh, no, you're hiding behind your advocate. And Paul Heyman's like, I'm standing right next to him. I'm not, he's not behind me. <laughs> like, I guess she, yeah. you know, that was like, <laughs> you could tell when they're, when they, a guy like Heyman could probably pick up on a mistake and cover it up really quick. But yeah, that was probably um, a goof too. I that miss, was, that was like not... a blatant, that was a blatant botch on Braun Strowman. <laughs> this blatant. Well, you know what though? He's never, he's never been a talker. No, 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 I know, but he's never been that bad. 
Guys, this makes me miss Roman Reigns so much. <laughs> I wish he was in this feud. Well, well, I also, really wish he was. Guys, don't, don't forget, Strom was out, out, out of a commission for a few months. With that... Uh, I don't know how to speak too good. Right. So he, he, was, he, was still, he was still working his way up on the mic when he was injured. And then he didn't do anything for, what, two months, right? He was out, something like that? Yeah. I couldn't My use this... Hurt. I couldn't use hand. this hand. You're still gonna get these hands. <laughs> but he was on Instagram every day, so uh... yeah, so he could type. My fingers ain't do. <laughs> I said hands, not fingers. <laughs> but uh, but other than that, yeah, I don't think much else happened on Raw. I forgot that the Universal Title was even a thing. To be honest, like I just I don't. They didn't retire that. I thought they retired it. I don't really no. care about the. I mean, it, it just. Not to sound too negative, and I just, I, I haven't, you know, after Roman had to relinquish the title, I feel as though Lesnar will hold on to it until Mania. Yeah. I, I and I like, think Rollins is going to be the one. I think Rollins. You know, I feel bad for Strowman. Strowman deserves it, or he at least deserves to go to SmackDown or something. Like, give him something. Give him a championship, for God's sakes, because he's... Outside of being tag champs with a third grader, he hasn't had anything. <laughs> well, and, if, and he yeah. shows, you know, if he I, shows I, the I, mic skills that he had last week, they're never putting a belt on him ever. Did you guys hear about the you new... You know what, though? Oh, I think that he could... No, no, yeah. no I was just going to say, did you guys hear about the new documentary on, uh, on E-Network? It's called Surviving, Surviving Braun Strowman. It's this... Uh, <laughs> It's it's about his tag team championship run with Nick, the third grader. <laughs> Nicholas. Not, not, not to be confused with uh, surviving R. Kelly. But anyway. Uh, Nick, Yikes. <laughs> Nick, uh, what, what were you saying? these golden showers. <laughs> oh, <what> I... <laughs> <laughs> what uh, all right, moving on. Uh, let's move over to SmackDown. Wait, uh, Nick, you just had one thing to say or? Uh, no, I, I just I share the same sentiment that the universal title picture in general is just, to me, almost non-existent, and I really am so indifferent to it at this point. It just is what it is. You could even tell looking at Brock Lesnar, just look, the look on his face. He just does not give a shit. He's getting paid. He walks out, and, you know, people used to, you know, and people still give him heat for it, and they complain about it, but you know what? I don't blame him. I mean, he just, you know, he's probably sitting there going what the hell are they making me do whatever <laughs> all right let's kind of i think we have to run through a little smackdown we could uh let's talk about that open so i you know it started out with him at the concession stand ripping on people i love this i love this segment so chris <laughs> yeah. chris and nick you guys i think watched uh you know smackdown from start you know top start to Start to finish. I was about to say start to bottom. From, Top from, to finish. Well, I was going to say, from what I saw when Daniel Bryan was out there, um, it looked like he was actually like really interacting with some of the fans. I don't think people knew that he was like, – he was yeah. really interacting with people. Yeah. I, I, I was, and there, there were some well, people out there like looking were, shocked the, that he was actually doing something. The people that like he really interacted with that like he threw like the soda on or slapped the – you know, with the hot dog, they, those were obviously planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look no, like the human beings, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you plant. Uh, but if anybody caught those, the the two gentlemen that he was interacting with at that oh high top table, yeah. 
I swear to you, those are the Usos that they went back to the future. Sorry. <laughs> they were the Usos in 30 years. That's exactly what they're going to look like. <laughs> I, I love that. I just love how Brian was like, you choke down popcorn and candy and you indulge in these nitrates and high fructose corn syrup and he's throwing all the food <laughs> See, he's someone and, that and the guy work. oversold the uh, the hot dog to the face. By the way, <laughs> that was a heavy hot dog. It must have hurt. <laughs> he he took that from the uh, the the book of oh, Shawn Michaels uh, super ah, kicking a uh, salad. What did you say, Danny? I said, "Whose hot dog is this?" That's all I was. Whose hot dog is this? <laughs> Whose hot dog is this? Um, but I, I think that's a quote from Out to Justice. I think they took. I think they took that uh that the hot dog to the face thing uh from the book of Shawn Michaels. Super kick salad. <laughs> Super kick salad on Stan. Yeah. <laughs> I just kicked Stan. Uh, let's, let's address, um, you know, the fact that R-Truth is still wrestling and putting on good matches with Daniel Bryan. Like With Daniel Bryan. Yeah. They, I'm very yeah. surprised. They slept on him for a long time. I think they realized we should probably, like, let him wrestle now on SmackDown. I think he's paid yeah. his dues. Pay, paid his dues. You best not he's be sleeping on me. Like 15 years. I heard yeah. that him and McMahon are like really close, believe it or not. Well, our, mm. well, our truth is what close to seventy, right? He's I think in the eighties now. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. No, he, he's actually what? I think in, in his early fifties. He I think he's like late forties or like yeah. very early fifties. He looks, and, like, and he looks, looks like fantastic. He looks like he's in his thirties. Yeah, he looks great. <laughs> yeah, you know, black um, don't crack. Black don't right. crack, and well. let's move on to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to uh, Cian Almas and Samoa Joe defeating Mysterio and Hardy. I was so happy to Samoa see... Joe still wrestle. He still wrestles on SmackDown? I think he's feuding with a referee wow. right now. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> finally got some level. That was sarcasm. And, he, and he's going to lose. He's going to lose that feud. <laughs> he's going to feud with a social media intern in like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Samoa, that, there's somebody who can have good matches with Strowman. Yes, I agree. Oh, Joe. I think they would have great matches together. Yeah, but he's going to lose, like every other feud that he's been in in the last year and a half. And and, and, and even in this match, Cien Almas, who has been the biggest jobber in uh, in the last few few months, they give him the pin? Come on. I'm, you know what, Chris? I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I think, I mean, he, Almas has had good matches against guys like Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, uh, Rey Mysterio. I know he hasn't won too many matches, but he's also brand new to SmackDown. Give him an... I, th- I think he will be a champion by the end of 2019. Yeah. A lot of people are saying that he's getting buried, but I sharing the ring... Like, with, a, like a U.S. champion or like a WWE? I think it'll US be a U.S. Champion. championship, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say if it was gonna be WWE champion, then maybe pushing a little Way bit too soon. But yeah, I was gonna say. No, I agree. I mean, the 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 term "buried" I think gets thrown around so loosely, and it's to me, I think that if you're on TV every week, I don't consider that burial. I I think that with certain guys like Amos, for instance, you know, he just came up to the roster not too long ago, and it's a hard task, I would imagine, taking somebody and putting them into the mix and figuring out where they fit. It's not always that easy. I mean, you have certain guys and girls that are exceptional to the point where 
you know, once they come in, you know, they're going to be put in a prominent spot. But I think that with Amos, he getting that clean pinfall win over Mysterio is huge. I think that was really big. And I think, uh, you know, from here on out, hopefully it's only an upward trend. And, and you have to think, yeah. too, he's not losing to any, like, he's not losing to Ty Dillinger or Jeff Hardy. He's losing to... He's- like Losing jump. to the top faces, yeah, right. Which yeah. I think is okay. That's a that, that's a safe to me. That's a safe way to you know to keep him protected for now. Mm-hmm. And then, especially since he's he's playing a heel, right? He's playing a heel. He's, he's, playing not, even, a heel he's not even like winning with heel tactics either. He's you know mm-hmm. when he does, he's winning with Tiger's blood. He's <laughs> winning. Yeah, Vince, you know, gave major props to him apparently backstage a couple of months ago when he had that match with AJ on SmackDown and and everyone was so impressed with him. So you know you have to think that if not now, very soon in the near future, they're going to have plans for him to do something rather prominent. And I would think a U.S. title run is the most ideal thing. I I really couldn't think of anything else. Should we we jump into the tag title picture quickly because chris yeah, i know you sure. love it chris i mean you have the miz and shane as a tag team i mean it, it, if any two people should be together it should but be before that. we jump uh, on yeah, to doing that can, can i the name their bizarre. tag team oh you want to name it? yeah go ahead they did i want to name uh, their wait. tag team you want to name, name it team? i want to name it okay shane o miz that's, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, pretty bad pretty also. Good. Did they cute. did they have a formal name? Did they come up with a formal name? No, it's it's you know, it's seventy five percent chance that uh Shane even shows up. <laughs> this <laughs> is going Rumble. so it's either going to be Shane doesn't show up and the Miz and him start a feud, which I I don't wanna see Shane in another feud with a top draw like that. What happened with Kevin Owens, what happened with you know uh, who else was Shane feuding with? I mean, has, has he really put those guys over? No, he's the one that uh, buries them. He's going to have his mania match, but the question is with who? Yeah, I, I know. Or maybe he won't. It could be the tag team. It could be Miz and him in a tag team, and maybe they really gel, and we'll see them more often. But Shane, Shane McMahon is not a wrestler. At all? No, I know. He's, there's no way he could do like a full time schedule. It's going to be one whoa, of those. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the phone. Uh-oh. I oh. disagree with you, Drew. Hold the phone. Shane McMahon is a wrestler. I'm going to agree with Danny. I legitimately feel, and, and not not to not to to, to just to disagree to disagree. Oh, I hear but you. But I legitimately feel that Shane McMahon has the skills and talent. Just like any other wrestler, he has proven himself several times in several of the matches that he's been in, and it is not the same thing as the Vince McMahon really shitty reaction to a Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> he has okay, taken Shane, some pretty decent bumps, I will say. Not, not just decent bumps, he's displayed the correct style of technique when he wrestles. And not only that, but he has, although it was, I guess, a little, you know, more fixed than Foley's fall off of the steel cage, 
he has dove off the steel cage a la Mick Foley. I mean, he certainly takes the bumps. I'll give you that, definitely. But can he be a full-timer? Takes the bumps. That remains to be seen. I agree. No, I don't think so. He's 50. The man is 50 years... Is he 50? I'm I'm, I'm making that up. He's not 50. He's 45. (laughs) (laughs) I just straight up... I started a rumor. He's 92 years old. We're going to have some uh, experts with this. Alexa, how old is Shane McMahon? Shane McMahon is 48 years old. He was born on January 15th, 1970. Oh, it's almost his birthday. Thank you for for the uh, the commentary. That was our guest guest speaker tonight. That was our guest. She literally is a speaker. He'll be 49 in five days. Yeah. Happy birthday to Shane McMahon. And uh, by the way, we're we're getting Amazon Echo in the divorce. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that's the... We'll see where that goes. At least Miz is in somewhat of a prime position. He's alongside Shane McMahon, but I think I get it. Amazon Prime. I see what you did there. Hmm. Yes, that's exactly what I was totally what he intended. <laughs> <laughs> Why yes, that was why yes, <laughs> of course. But of course, let's uh, let's let's talk about the women's title picture for a moment. It looks mm-hmm. like Becky Lynch is going to Royal Rumble to face Oscar, but now my issue is: does that mean Becky is not in the Royal Rumble? I, I think, think I, I think she will. Um, I don't know. I mean, in the past we've seen that that never is always necessarily a surefire thing. I mean, you could see guys or girls. But pull isn't double that duty. the case? Like, if if you're a champion, you don't get like you have a shot at the belt that evening. Like you right. don't get it. But I mean, this Roman Reigns in the Royal Rumble a few years ago, right? When you know, no, had, no, it's it happened. I'm pretty sure it's happened before. It has. Oh no, it definitely has happened. They've definitely had the two matches, but I, I, I in the last five to seven years, that's been a rarity. Yeah. So I, I, I wonder... guess it's just another way to showcase everybody else on the, you know, on the on the roster, and they have to give everybody a chance. They, I think. I think... Go ahead, Danny. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You first, sir. You first. Oh, I thank you. Uh, guys no. are so polite. <laughs> I think that with. Um... I think that with Becky, they could pull that card because with with the women's rumble in particular, you have to think that there's going to be 30 women that um, are going to be in this match. I think there's a higher probability seeing it happen with, with uh, Becky, I think, because the women's roster is, you know, in talking in reality, it's smaller than the men's roster. So I think that they have, they can afford that, I think. Whereas, mm. you know... It's possible. Yeah. Think, uh, what I was yeah. going to say. Oh, sorry. What I was going to say was, I think that um, they'll def. First, I think they're definitely going to put some people from NXT in the women's. Uh, yeah, you have a couple of NXT. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Put a few NXT people in there, and I think maybe that some legends. If Becky, I feel like Becky is going to be a main eventer at WrestleMania. So. I agree. I, yep. So I think that if she doesn't win um, against Asuka, she'll be in the Royal Rumble and she'll uh, she'll win it. Now, do you think she's... I mean, I, I wonder how her momentum will shift if she doesn't go over at the Royal Rumble and doesn't win the title. Part of if me she thinks... Doesn't, yeah. 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 No, no, no. Go. I mean, we... 
if if we're setting up Rousey and Lynch at Mania, either either one of two things could happen. Either you know Rousey keeps her title, Becky loses, Becky goes to Raw, fights for the title at Mania, or Ronda loses on at, you know at, at Royal Rumble, then Sasha becomes champ. And Rousey decides, you know, to go over to SmackDown after she loses. Great three-minute booking, Andrew. <laughs> yes. So uh, Kane and uh, Shinsuke will fight in a uh, bra and panties match. Sorry. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Sorry. So, speaking of the Royal Rumble. Speaking of the Royal Rumble, I think we're good with our review of Ron SmackDown. Anything else pop out with you guys? Um, just, just that um, they must have some confidence in Carmella. Because she held her own. She did. She, she when, did. She's gotten better she and better. Looked, she looked completely overshadowed when that match first started and they were being introduced. Like, what the hell is Carmella doing in this match? But yeah. she really did well. She held her own. And you know what, you know what Chris? People are going to say, what the hell is Carmella doing in the women's Royal Rumble match? So let's move into that. The women's Royal Rumble. So, uh... Some early, early, early predictions. I think each week between now and the actual Royal Rumble, because the Royal Rumble happens in the very last weekend of January. It's kind of one of those weird pay-per-views. I think each week we should give our prediction as to who who is winning the men's and women's uh, matches. And then each week we decide if we want to keep those. Uh, we, we should make one prediction. I'm making a game of, game up, up on well, the spot. Before we do that, can we... Uh, I, I think we should uh, basically announce who's been announced. Who's, who's been announced, John? So who's, for the Men's Royal Rumble, 19 of the 30 of them have been announced. Ooh. Uh, it's R-Truth, uh-huh. Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kofi, Xavier, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Jeff Hardy, Dean Ambrose, Bobby Lashley, Samoa Joe, Cena, Elias, Corbin, Jinder Mahal, Apollo Creed, I mean Cruz, uh, Andrade Cian Almas, Mustafa Ali, I don't know who that is, and Rey Mysterio. So I'm joking. Mustafa Ali is a, is a he's a 205. 205 yeah, brought up to the main <laughs> roster. Good for him. Yeah, no, he's he's been holding his own, but and and he's and he's been winning a lot based because he's being paired with faces. So right, and um, that that leaves eleven more slots. Eleven, 11 spots. We'll probably get some NXT guys in there too. A couple, maybe, maybe a couple yeah, of timers. Might maybe. have one or two, uh, you know, run-ins from legends. Maybe Lars Sullivan well, makes his debut at the Rumble. Who knows? Right. They bring him in. Yeah, there. maybe Lars tell, or EC3. Yep. I'll, I'll tell you this: uh, Sal Papandrea and I were eating dinner before, and he said, "Keep an eye out for uh, Santino and for uh, uh, Val Venus." Ooh. So, yep. So I think they may come back on the tag. Those are the two. That's right. <laughs> well, no, I, I think we, I think we great if Alvinas came out during the women's Royal Rumble match. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Which which ladies were announced for the female? So there was only thirteen out of thirty. Only thirteen. Which, which uh, so uh, Carmella, Ember Moon, Natty, Bailey, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Sasha Banks, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville. Uh, Alicia Fox, Zelina Vega, and Naomi. Mm. So I, I think that, I was gonna say I think so there's gonna a couple of legends in there and yes. a couple of NXTs and a couple of surprise entrants. I think yeah, Danny, you said that Ember Moon is underrated or overrated. 
No, I feel like she's so underrated. Yes, I agree with you 100%. She you know, and that, that's that's the unfortunate thing with you know the way the women's you know division is is stacked right now is you have one title at the top. Meanwhile, you have all these deserving women that there's so many women that deserve to be the champion. Yeah, yeah that's why well, I, that's why you're going to start to see I think more and more guys and girls are going to want to go to SmackDown because well, we get the, we will get the women's tag yeah. belts. Yeah, which is I believe official. Absolutely. They should do like an for the women too. I agree. It's a smaller, a smaller tiered title. You guys want to over? So, what was the one in WCW, Chris? The TV title. The TV title. Just my boy, the Disco Inferno, always had that. <laughs> so, <laughs> before we get into Danny's three-minute booking scenario, I think we should each go around the room and just say who you think is going to win the male and female Rumble. Just don't have to get into a crazy explanation. So who do you think, uh, Nick? Who do you think at this my, point? My at this pick, point, and we'll see if you feel strongly about those picks later. My pick for the men's rumble, I think, I would say is going to be Rollins, and for the women, I think it's a much easier choice. Becky has to win it. Mm. Those are my two picks. I'm going to agree with you mm. on the Rollins side. I think it's going to be Rollins winning the rumble. He deserves it. On the women's side, I don't know, but something tells me it's not going to be Becky. Something tells me it might be Ronda. Ronda winning the Rumble? Why would Ronda need to win the Royal Rumble? Trust me. Trust the process. Trust the process. But, but, she's, but she's, in a, she's in the women's championship match. So is Becky. Uh, so maybe she, Andrew's yeah, saying that draw. she may lose. And may enter the Royal Rumble and win it. Imagine um, if okay. she wins, if she loses to Sasha Banks, that's like losing to okay. Santino. Uh, sorry, that, <laughs> that's not nice. That's horrifying. Okay, John, what do you think? I, I think I'm going to agree with Rollins on the men's match. Uh, I'm going to go with either Ember Moon or Mandy Rose mm. for the women's. Mm. Mandy. Yeah. Oh, J- just based on the fact that Mandy is. Uh, Kind of a, a favorite now of yes, uh, Vinnie Mac, and uh, and she is coming into her own, yep. as they say. She's a favorite of Andrews. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, Mandy Rose. Oh, yes, I love her. I'm going to propose actually to Mandy Rose. <laughs> you respect her work ethic. If you're listening, I'm getting down on one knee. <laughs> Will you be in my spank bank, uh, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what do you think? Um, I am going to go um, none of the above for the men's. I don't. I, I, I think it's going to be... Uh, I don't know. Maybe Finn Balor. Mm, I'll say right. Finn. I'll say Finn with her. And then I will say uh, either a- uh, Ember Moon or Becky. Mm. Okay. Makes sense. Danny, what do you think? I like it. I like it. So, I would love to see Ember win, but I don't think that she will. I think that I agree with Andrew that if either Becky or Ronda lose their um, their uh, matches for the title, one of them is going to win. And I also 
think that if the both of them do win, then I think that Nia Jax is going to come in and she's going to win. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. And for the men, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling what you guys are saying with Rollins. I think that perhaps um, it will be him and McIntyre at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah, a he, good one. He, he was my second choice. Yeah, yeah. McIntyre is going to be in the final four, yeah, no doubt. You know, I, not to cut you off, Danny. I'm just thinking. You know, the fact that we have like you guys have picked Becky. I, I'm wondering if she will, like, maybe she'll lose her match through like you know uh, some type of interference by like Charlotte, and as Charlotte is entering the Rumble. Becky comes out and like clocks her in the face or maybe Becky knocks out Nia Jax and says, you know, this is what you get for knocking me out and and then she enters the rumble in her place. You know how sometimes they like Kurt Angle will throw like a, a jobber like a few years ago years ago he had like knocked out like Nunzio and I think Strowman knocked out Sami Zayn or something and they t- take their place in the rumble. It's like yeah. one of the worst loopholes in <laughs> That's like if I was walking to work one day and someone just punched me in the head. That, and, that, that and, could happen. There is a and then took my place. Took your as, job. You know, <laughs> um, now I work at Turner Marketing. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean uh, Turner Construction. <laughs> uh, so I, the I, I want to get your guys' take. I know like not all of us may be too familiar with some of these uh, wrestlers, but. It's been in the news recently that you know Cody Rhodes and a few other folks have started a wrestling promotion called All Elite Wrestling. So mm-hmm. a lot of like top indie guys are a part of this. You know, are, will be a part of this promotion. Um, right, and Cody Rhodes, as well as uh, Matt and Nick Jackson, are uh, they're they're known as the Elite. They're the very first signees to this new wrestling promotion yes so that's their like that's their i believe stable name but you know so there's there's a few guys on here like chris you know chris jericho just signed with them so uh, that's the big one yeah uh, christopher daniels uh kazarian uh adam page there's rumblings of kenny omega going over there yeah yeah kenny omega in and of itself has been a big topic too because now his contract is up i believe and uh He's one of the potential big names going so, there as well. And I know on on this you know on this podcast in particular, we focus primarily on WWE because that's what we know. You know, but just from an outsider's perspective, you know, if you guys were to book your own, you know, were to, you know create your own promotion, who from WWE do you think would make you know sense to be a part of this you know newer group with all these indie guys? Long Island IZ, Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder. Yeah. Agreed. What about, like, Dolph Ziggler? Or, yeah. like, Ziggler, I think, would be a champ there. Yeah, he's one of the he first. Would be, he would be a big draw. He would really be a big draw. Now, I, let me pose a question to you guys. Do you think that being that AEW is going, if, if it picks up steam, do you think that WWE may... Uh, feel some pressure to utilize these fringe guys so they don't jump ship or no i think they're better I, I are think, they gonna let them no. go no I, I think they're oversaturated and and they, i would agree uh, i would agree yeah I, I, think I, I think they could lose some you know trim the fat as they say they could trim the fat yeah no i would agree i would let them go to aew they, they deserve a chance at like a career 
I, I, I yeah, don't. But is it really? Yeah. Is it really a career, though? You know, who knows? I, I it's don't. What they think, make it? Yeah, like I, I don't think they're going to, and they have no tele, you know, te- no, no television deal at the moment. So it might be more of like a live stream type situation where like they live, yeah. you know, have live stream events. But at this point, I don't think they should even think about going head to head with a Raw or a SmackDown. Like they need to find a time slot that's far and away. Yeah. From WWE, you know, do not right. touch Monday or Tuesdays. Maybe like a Thursday or like a Friday night or like even like a Sunday night show. That's like I know Ring of Honor has a Sunday night program. Yeah. Mm. I feel program. that. Program. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the program. A syndicated program. <laughs> program. <laughs> I my opinion on the whole topic in general, as far as the threat of of talent leaving WWE and going to this new promotion. I don't think WWE really is worried about guys or girls jumping ship in terms of any uh, damage being done to their business. I think um, when you look at TNA, for instance, Impact Wrestling, wherever you want to call it, you think about certain guys like Christian, uh, Rob Van Dam, Booker T. The Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys. They all at one point, or Kurt Angle, they all at one point or another went to TNA. They had their run there. Most, if not all of them, I think all the names that I just mentioned, they all came back to WWE in some capacity. So Vince, I think, is not that petty to just, you know, say, oh, well, you're leaving. I'm never going to let you back in because everybody eventually comes back at some point. I think even WWE, the higher-ups realize that there's only so much room and there's only so much they could do with certain guys and girls. And they would probably understand if they wanted to get out and go find themselves somewhere else and let themselves be featured more prominently. And the other thing too, that I think is more of the issue with the younger talent. I think that there's also, you have to understand that there's some guys on this roster like a Dolph Ziggler, a Shinsuke Nakamura, a Bobby Roode, Samoa Joe. These guys are in their late 30s, pushing 40. And their window to do anything else in this business that they're striving to do is very limited. And if they feel that in WWE, they're not going to have that chance to really push themselves to a prominent level, this might be an out for them. And so that's the other way you have to look at it too. I mean, you have other guys that are on that edge of that sort of summit, if you will, of, of, you know, being, I guess, at full capacity because as a wrestler, you know, you can only, you know, go so many miles. So mm-hmm. it'd be very interesting to see how this unfolds over the next couple of months. Yeah, it's a very big gamble for those for those fringe guys yeah. know, wanting a paycheck and just to take a leap of faith and see if this thing has traction. Yeah. I mean, look at Cody Rhodes. What was he doing before he, you know, before he left the WWE? He was Stardust. He was Stardust. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I had heard that he wanted to do some cool stuff with Stardust. He wanted to be on both Raw and SmackDown. He wanted to be on Raw as Cody and SmackDown as Stardust. And he wasn't allowed that opportunity to, like, you know, get his character off the ground. So what did he do? He left. He made a name for himself. And now he's running his own business. It It's, you know, it's the dumbest thing. There's to the let gamble. Him, let well, him that, get away. Well, and, that, that's the same case with Matt Hardy. He left because they didn't want him to... You know, take creative, You're 100% right. yeah, create yeah. creative character. Uh, you know, his own creation. He went to TNA and made Broken Mount Hardy, which became a phenomenon in of itself. 
Mm-hmm. And yes. WWE realized that, and they said, you know what? Maybe we should have uh, given him his own uh, yeah, character yeah. creation. So I, I hope you know. This, I hope it does well because I, I you know would hate to see. You know, I, I I like Cody Rhodes. You know, some of those. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not too familiar with some of those. You know, independent guys, but this will be an opportunity. You know, to start yeah. a new promotion that. You know, everyone can watch yeah. as it's getting off the ground. So nobody yeah. has to... I, I think that, you know, our perspective on this for everyone that's listening who may be more familiar with AEW and with these other uh, names that most of the mainstream fans aren't familiar with, you know, we, we don't come on here to, you know, out of ignorance, you know, say, oh, we don't know these guys. We, you know, as our, our perspective, I think is unique in that sense. I think it's, you know, we, I think, are giving you uh, the audience uh, perspective of, of fans that, you know, are just picking up on this. And, you know, we just want to see where it goes too. I mean, you know, cause that's how you have to think that all elite wrestling Cody and all those guys, they're approaching it the same way. They signed Chris Jericho and Chris Jericho, you know, he loves the business through and through, and I'm sure he wants this to succeed for everybody's benefit. So we'll see. Sure. Yes. So uh, this brings us to our final segment of the evening <laughs> Danny is going to give us this three minute booking scenario so let, let's Wonderful. think let's think uh, who, who wants to come up with a with a with a pay-per-view who, which one of the big four pay-per-views who, who hasn't done it yet who, who hasn't picked a pay-per-view I know I have I have as well I have and I think I have too I haven't well you can't well you you cannot good <laughs> sir uh John, you picked the... Has to be one of the big four. Okay. It's one of the big four. Um, I'm going to... Keep it in your head. Keep it in your head. Okay. Uh, Chris, have you picked a wrestler before? I have. Only once, though. All right. I have a good one. You pick a wrestler. Okay. Nick, want to pick uh, another wrestler? I've picked one as well, yes. Yeah. All right. So, Danny, you will have 30 seconds to think about your scenario. Um, Uh Uh-huh. And okay, and you will have three minutes thereafter to book a program with these two wrestlers that will culminate at a big four pay per view. All right, so John, what is a pay per view? Because of the season, let's go Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. All right, now Chris and, and Nick. Chris, what is your? Who is your uh, wrestler? My wrestler is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And Nick. I like him. And mine is the phenomenal AJ Styles. Ooh, this is actually Ooh. a li- really good. Uh, all right. So, uh, Danny, while you think you have 30 seconds, 30 seconds to 45 seconds, think about what you want to say, the program you want to do, and then you'll have three minutes. In that meantime, um, usually we have a little segment here where we go, oh, th- today in WWE history, th- nothing happened today in WWE history. So Nothing happened this nothing week today. in WWE Nothing at all. History. So. I think it's I think it's good for us just to kind of run through our our old booking scenarios just so uh, our fans will have an option to uh, opportunity to vote for which they think is the best. Uh, I remember mine was Shinsuke Nakamura and Kane that culminated in a U.S. title match at WrestleMania. Uh, within this time, Kane decided to change his uh, ring attire to red, white, and blue, and uh, he wanted he wanted to be the one to represent America. John, you remember yours? No, not at all. <laughs> all right, great. Oh, uh, uh, Chris, you okay, yours? fellas. 
Mine was, I think mine was Finn Balor and... Oh, yes, Brock Lesnar, where Finn Balor was going to murder Lesnar oh, with yes. a car. <laughs> with a car, yes. I yeah. had Finn Balor hitting Brock Lesnar with a car. And I think, I believe Nick had TJ Perkins and... Apollo Crews. Apollo Crews, one of the most <laughs> lackluster shoots. <laughs> I don't even remember what mine was, but we'll, we'll post them on social media later. Uh, and it's up to you guys to vote which one will all be right. the king of the ring. So, all right, Danny. Hey, quick question but, for you before we start. I don't think we've necessarily established this or not for some of the other ones that we did. Are we under the assumption that they are as they are now, or can we assume that? Bobby Roode has gone on a winning streak, and you is, can, it could be uh, it could be however you want. It could be whatever you want. It could be for any title you want. Either it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be for a title. Just as long as the feud culminates yeah. at this Rumble, it's totally yeah, up to you how you, you want could, to book it. And you could have you could have fun with it. You could just do some wacky stuff, as yeah. you can tell. Okay. All right, Danny. All right, you Bobby Roode, AJ Styles, Royal Rumble. Yeah, three minutes. Go. Okay, here we go. So. Little backstory: Bobby Roode turns out that he's ravishing Rick Roode's son, even though they don't have the same last name. And <laughs> what happens is Bobby Roode having this crazy winning streak. He's beating people. He's he's fighting Samoa Joe and beating him. And Who is basically it? saying <laughs> he's basically saying that he's the greatest. And just like in his father's footsteps, everybody needs to bow down to him because he can make all the women uh, shake and he can make all the men lose and he's just the greatest ever. AJ Styles comes out and uh, kind of just says, look at you, you're a joke. What are you talking about? You're a little shrimp. You know, I can kick your ass, blah, 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 blah. Bobby Roode doesn't like it. AJ Styles goes back home, uh, you know, and is sitting down with his wife and his children at home. While they're sitting down, they get a phone call on the phone. You know, one of those, uh, I guess we could say, we could, we could make it, we could make it where it's one of those, uh, one of those FaceTimes, because now, you know, we're in the future. You know. <laughs> he gets a FaceTime from Bobby Roode. That's technology. Down on his, he's laying down on his bed with two ladies, one on each side, and he's talking to AJ Styles. Somehow somebody's holding the uh, the phone, but everybody's hands you can can be seen. So I don't know how it's being held. And he's saying to AJ Styles that AJ can never have his life. And then he starts talking about his wife, much like uh, Samoa Joe did. And he's like, you know, maybe your wife should be in here with me right now. AJ gets really pissed. <laughs> the next, the next day, <laughs> the next day, Bobby Roode gets out of his Corvette. He's walking. He's walking. Uh, you know, to his uh, dressing room. <laughs> you have a minute left, by the way. Robe already. <laughs> oh, I do. Okay. <laughs> he's getting his robe already, and then uh, AJ Styles takes a tire iron to Bobby Roode's car. Says, you know, like give a talk about my wife again. I'll beat you. Anyway, this feud keeps going on back and forth for some time. Uh, eventually, uh, AJ Styles and Bobby Roode. They have a match together, not for any titles or anything like that at Royal Rumble. And here's what happens, though. They have the regular match. It's a, it's a any count uh, counts anywhere match. So they, no. they take it backstage. They do the whole gold dust uh, Rowdy Piper thing. Talk about that, yeah. the Broncos, <laughs> uh, Bobby Roode runs AJ Styles on the 
Lamar. They beat the tar out of each other, but nobody gets declared a winner. Okay? So nobody gets Ten declared seconds. the winner. The Royal Rumble starts. When the Royal Rumble starts, the number one is AJ Styles, and the number two is Bobby Roode. And Ooh. they continue that feud Ooh. all the way up until 30 hits. 30 hits. It's Braun Strowman. The both of them start working together. Negative 10 seconds. And then they, <laughs> Hold on. I and, then they have, and then they have another 10-minute match to which AJ Styles finally throws Bobby Roode over the top rope. And he's also going to WrestleMania. <laughs> the end. Wow. Wow. That's so, pretty so, cool. So, so that started off where Danny directed a portal. <laughs> <laughs> it started off with a softcore porn and did a pretty good WrestleMania buildup. <laughs> Nicely done. I got to say, that was really good. Yeah. I what? really like that. You know, you know, you know the, the two ladies that were sitting. The, the two ladies that were sleeping with Bobby Roode did the same thing after that. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, Styles was sitting at home and, like, from Styles' bedroom, Roode was with two women and then, like, the, the person that was holding the camera was his wife or something. <laughs> I thought that would have been... <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, no, I had I had so much more to the story, but you know, I just did the Corvette, and then I said that they had this feud for a few weeks because I had so much more detail in it. I was going to say about how after that, Rude um, attacked AJ Styles backstage, and then he goes to AJ Styles' house. You know, kind of like the whole we, uh, yeah. Randy Orton thing. You know, but anyway, <laughs> that was that was great. So very well done, Daniel. Son, I think we're. You know what? We'll have. Uh, we'll put this all on social media on our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram channels, and we'll have our fans vote as to which they thought was the best feud, the the best three minute booking scenario. So you can check us out on uh, Twitter at Empty Reading Show. Instagram is Empty Reading Podcast. Um, you can check us out on Facebook. Check our Facebook page out. Uh, email us if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Uh, that's emptyarenapodcast at gmail.com. Uh, call us at 800. But we don't have 800 number. I don't know why. 1-800-EMPTYARENA. <laughs> In the spirit of Mean Gene. It's free. <laughs> so, uh, and I believe that concludes the show. Thank you for listening. Oh. And uh, thank you for listening to us for a whole season. Um, and hopefully you guys can stay on and uh, share us. Go like us on Instagram and like us on yes, like social us, media. Review us on iTunes. Uh, we have like, like and share. Link in the bio. Yep, we have a uh, we have three reviews on iTunes. They are fantastic. Ooh. Three All great reviews. Give us not, at least not from us. Give us at least a number another two <laughs> to round out uh, at five. Um, and uh, give us five stars if you want. And that is the show. Mm-hmm. Peace out, everybody. Take care. Later. Something next week.